Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular's single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Warning. You're about to enter the arena and join the battle to save America with your host, Sean Parnell. Hey, everybody. I hope you all had a very, very Merry Christmas. I know that we did here in Fort Parnell. Um, It was seriously an amazing day. And I'm going to tell you all about our, our Christmas and stuff. I mean, it really was incredible. Uh, but before that, I got to give a shout out to my amazing wife, Commander Melanie, who did this show on Friday. So if you're looking at Rumble and you just, just scroll down and you see the, the show titled Saving America with Commander Melanie. Yep, that was the one. And she did an amazing, amazing job. I know, believe me when I tell you, um, we had talked about that show. She agreed to do the show, right? And it got <laughs> it got to the point where every day she was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe I agreed to do this. I'm so nervous. I can't see." She was she couldn't sleep at night. She would wake up super early, and but boy, she just knocked it out of the park. So we've been talking, and I've I've been kind of pushing the envelope with her a little bit to try to get her to do this on a somewhat regular basis. And so we might, what we might try tomorrow and and moving forward to the extent that we can, because Commander Melanie runs all things Fort Parnell show her responsibilities are much greater than than just the show. Um, But she might, we might give her a microphone and get her on the laptop in every show so that she can chime in, you know, whenever the hell she wants on the show. Cause she was just that good. Um, but yeah, commander Melanie, amazing job. We're going to try to get her back more often because she really does just have amazing takes. Um, and speaking of commander Melanie, I mean, she was integral and I told her multiple times, I uh, thank you so much for everything you do for this house. I mean, you know, uh, 
she really gave our family a, a, a great, great Christmas. She worked her butt off all the way, cooking for all, all like 25 people came over to the house. And of course, my whole family brought stuff too. So she wasn't in it all alone, but she had the house decorated, looked like it was something out of a Christmas Hallmark movie. Um, she is, she's an amazing host. She works closely together with Santa to make sure the kids have everything that they, that they wanted for Christmas. Um, I mean, really, I, it's amazing what she's able to do. Um, like I said, she's worth 30 of, of Santa's elves. And so we had, so we talked a little bit about this on Friday, but, we had the family over the day before Christmas Eve, 25 people and big, crazy Italian family, some Democrats, some Republicans. But it, it was awesome to have everybody there. Um, family is such an important part of of Christmas. And and I, I think back to my time in Afghanistan and I, you know, I, I never I, I know I talk about Afghanistan quite a bit, but I, I've said many times in the show, it was a formative experience in my life. And. One of the things, you know, when that was on my mind a lot, and, and especially as time wore on, because uh, I was there for 16 months, I spent enough time in Afghanistan that I could probably still legally vote in their elections. Although if I mailed in a ballot there, they'd probably throw it out. Um, but but as time wore on when, and you realize that things were just so bad and that there was a very real opportunity, there was a very real chance that I wouldn't make it home alive. and. You know, I, I remember I, there was a point in time in my deployment and all this is so surreal. And it's I think it's given me a perspective on life that, you know, I don't know that I, I that it's just shaped who I've become. And throughout the deployment, there was a time where I said, you know what, Sean, you're just you're not going to make it home. You're just a, a dead man walking. It's just a question. The only question is how it will happen or when it will happen, but it's going to happen and you're not going to make it. And when you're dealing with serious life or death issues or, or, and that's all that it's about and that's sort of what combat operations are like you know it's it's kind of elegant in its simplicity in that the only thing that you worry about every day are living or dying and am i is it going to be my time one of the things that was in the pit of my stomach and in deep within the recesses of my soul was like oh my gosh what am i going to you know, my family might not ever see me again and I don't have a legacy. You know, if I die here, I'm snuffed out forever. <laughs> There's no, that was it. And, and now I look back, you know, that deployment was 2006, 2007, and, and now it's going on 2024. And I look at my family now and all the amazing things that Melanie has done to pull this family together. And I just think even though we've been through so much as, as a family running for two offices and you know, really having the entire system uh, uh, weaponized against me when I ran for Senate, we are stronger now than we ever have been before. And never was that more apparent in, 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 than, than it was on Christmas Eve with all my family there. And then, of course, Christmas Day uh, was incredible. All five kids were, were right there with us. And as you get older and as the kids get older, you start wondering, uh, is the magic of Christmas going to be gone? Does it diminish at all? 
you know, and I always heard my grandmother and my grandfather talk all the time, like, hey, don't blink. Oh, my gosh, kids get big so fast. You know, every time I'd see them, they'd say, oh, my gosh, Sean, it looks like you grew six inches from the last time we saw you. Don't blink. You know, life just moves. You know, kids grow up so fast. And boy, I get it now <laughs> more than I ever have before. You know, because every time I see my kids, it seems like they're just, you know, and it's true, of course, but they just grow up really fast. And so you worry as a parent, like, is, are they still going to love Christmas as, as much today as they did when they were little? And I know, I don't know that I was surprised about it, but I was happy when all of my kids on Christmas Eve, because we read, you know, twas the night before Christmas or the night before Christmas to everybody. And, and they were all talking about what time they were going to set their alarms for, you know, and we had had a curveball thrown at us on, on Christmas Eve where um, our daughter, Natalie, or we call her Schmatalie, she was she was stretching her leg and uh, her knee gave out five minutes before people showed up um, on on the day before Christmas Eve. But it swelled up real big and she was kind of down and out. But. It, it was amazing how every member of the family sort of circled the wagons around around her and did everything they could to take care of her. So it was just awesome to see the family, our family function in the way that that it should. And none of the magic of Christmas was diminished whatsoever in in Fort Parnell. And I think that's a really, really awesome thing. And and now we're entering the phase of of what we like to call the great Christmas tree debate, uh, because <laughs> like I listen now I'm going to look over here on the live chat in a second. Um, we have over 300 people just a couple minutes into the show, which is kind of amazing because this is kind of like a you know most people take this week off. We don't take the this week off because the radical left takes no time off. Um, so we can't either, but I would keep our Christmas tree. If it were up to me, I would keep our Christmas tree up until February. Uh, basically I think the boys in the house are with me, but unfortunately we are outnumbered by, by women who would take the tree down probably on like January 1st, uh, probably they're, they're chomping at the bit to take the tree down now. Uh, but if it were me, I keep the tree up until February. So I want to hear from you in the live chat. What do you think? That does the, I, I'll just give you my perspective. I know it's pushing the envelope a little bit to say I want the tree up until February, but just hear me out. January is kind of a depressing time. Not a whole lot going on. Not a whole lot of holidays to look forward to, although we do have two kids' birthdays in January, which are a bright spot. But I like the ambiance. I like the Christmas spirit extending as long as humanly possible. I know I never want to speak for Melanie, but... Uh, I know that she does not feel the same way. So <laughs> let me let me know what you think in the chat. We always love to hear what you have to say. Um, if you're with us here uh, uh, on this December 26th, the day after Christmas, be sure to like and rumble, like and rumble, like and rumble. That matters a lot. Rumble notices that stuff, you know, and make sure you tell your family and your friends to subscribe to Battleground Live. Also have to thank Deepwell Services and Cabot Guns, the two founding sponsors of this program. Uh, this show wouldn't be possible were it not for them. Go to deepallservices.com if you're looking for a job, cabotguns.com. One, if you're looking for a job. Two, if you're looking for an awesome way to defend yourself and your family, Cabot Guns. And by the way, they are located, headquartered right here in Western Pennsylvania, Western Pennsylvania. But they've got locations all around the country. 
they make the best 1911 pistols in the world, hands down. I think everybody in the industry would say the same thing. Their pistols are 100% made in America. They're rolling out tactical models now. I just love everything about these companies, both Cabot Guns and Deepwell Services. So check them out, deepwellservices.com, cabotguns.com, founding sponsors of this program. Um, and so, yeah, let's. Uh, I, I saw today. Oh, I also want to tell you about Vigilant News. Make sure you download the Vigilant News Network app. Uh, Vigilant News is we've joined the 5 p.m. time slot there. And listen, they're building out this incredible lineup of conservative, independent conservative content creators. The Vigilant News Network app is free. So you can download it on your iPhone or Android or wherever. Um, and so, look, they got Ed Henry, it's his show, brand new show called Wake Up Patriots in the morning. They've got Ivory Hecker at eight o'clock at night with a Gateway Pundit show beyond the headlines. Um, and we're filling the 5 p.m. time slot and are really in at the ground level here, building up this great alternative to these mega news empires. And I, I truly think that's the future. So check them out. Check out those shows I just mentioned to you. They're really awesome. Um Okay, so all these all these mouth breathing liberals are all over Twitter today. These people just stay just it's like the day after Christmas, right? And they're all like, "Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Kwanzaa!" If you celebrate, can I just say something about Kwanzaa? And I look to each his own, uh, but Kwanzaa is a made up holiday. It just is. Do you? Do, I I don't know if you all know this. Um, uh, do you all know about the history of Kwanzaa? The holiday was invented 58 years ago by communist anti-white professor Maulana Karenga. Okay. Karenga created it to counter Christmas so that blacks could shun, quote, white religion and, quote, psychotic Jesus. Five years after creating it, he was put in jail for kidnapping women and torturing them with hot irons before stuffing detergent in their mouths. Karenga also founded the United Slaves Organization, a violent black nationalist organization with ties to the FBI, who actually, again, FBI controlled this organization and used them to basically go after the Black Panthers of the day. And I think they killed a couple of Black Panthers and took hostages, their wives and those uh, one of their wives, Dale uh, I'm sorry, uh, Deborah Jones and Gail Davis, they said that they were, and this was their testimony in trial, that they were whipped with an electrical cord and beaten with a karate baton. And after being ordered to remove their clothes, she testified that a hot soldering iron was placed in Miss Davis's mouth and placed against Miss Davis's face, and that one of her own big toes was tightened in a vice. Karenga, the head of, the head of, of this organization, also put detergent and running hoses in a uh, running hoses in their mouth, she said. They were also hit on the head with toasters. So that's the real truth behind Kwanzaa. But as as we know, uh, the Democrats don't really care about history. And as we mentioned, they tend to be on the wrong side of every civil rights issue of our, our time. Um, and so, yeah, I just wanted to get the truth out there because you won't hear that truth talked about on any of the mainstream outlets. And some funny story about about Melanie is, and this is so important, by the way, this is something that I really, I admire about Melanie a lot is that she watches very closely the curriculum that's being taught in our kids' schools. And it's just really, really important to do that in this day and age with all these crazy radical commie mouth breathers teaching our kids. Um, you got to keep an eye on what they're doing. And Melanie has, has done that basically her whole life. At one at one point, she realized that her her kids were being taught about 
um, Kwanzaa in school and reached out to the teacher and said, you know what this this holiday is all about? Do you know anything about the history? The teacher didn't. And um, Melanie had asked, well, are you going if you're going to teach this holiday, are you going to at least teach about the history of it as well? And of course, the teacher didn't want to didn't want to teach that the more negative aspects about it. So Melanie pulled the, pulled our girls from the class. <laughs> and then a few years later, uh, when the old music teacher that they had in the school ended up retiring, the school hired this woke teacher that canceled all the Christmas songs and the Christmas music. Um, but then they ended up layering in Kwanzaa songs. Uh, her girls weren't allowed to participate in that either or be a part of the quote winter concert. So, um, uh, Melanie's rule of thumb was that, yes, the the kids could participate, but as long as you were teaching the entirety of of who the founder of, of Kwanzaa really was. And so this is so important because our kids are learning today. They're not learning real history. They're learning fake history. And, and it shouldn't surprise any of us now because, again, our kids have been learning fake history. Uh, basically propaganda forced on them by the government. And so it's, it should not surprise anybody today that you have reconciliation, civil war monuments being torn, tor- torn down in Arlington National Cemetery. And it should also not surprise you that the radical left, these commie mouth breathers, want to tear down a monument that symbolizes reconciliation because the left doesn't believe in reconciliation. They believe in destroying their opponents. They There's no reconciliation in the eyes of the left. They just want to win and they want to dominate and they want to force you into believing the things that they believe as perverse as their worldview is. That's truly what it is. And I think uh, uh, Congressman Derek Van Orden was on uh, Twitter today or at what is now X and talking about the redistricting max, maps in the state of Wisconsin because the Wisconsin state Supreme Court struck down what was a Republican drawn map. And uh, they they said it was unconstitutional or something. Typically, when these uh, state Supreme Courts strike down a redistricting map, they say they cite the Voting Rights Act or say it's racist or something like that. That's almost always the reason that they give. Um, But the reality is, is that the Wisconsin state Supreme Court added one more radical leftist. And that's the reason why the ruling was the way that it was. That's why they struck down the Republican drawn map, because Republicans would have controlled not just the state House and the state Senate. Republicans would have probably had a majority of uh, members of Congress from the state of Wisconsin. And so I responded to that tweet. It's that left wing judges, they don't care about the law. They don't care about legal precedent. They don't care about case law. They don't care about norms or history or anything. They don't care about the Constitution. They don't care about anything. They worship their politics. They worship at the altar of progressivism, and they will find ways to make sure that that is woven into the fabric of all of their decisions, which is why left-wing justices, there are no such thing as as fair and impartial jurists if you're on the left wing. Um, So anyways, I'm digressing a little bit from what the content, what the topic of the show is today, but but really it's, it's... I'm very, very afraid of what is a black swan event here in this country. I've been saying for the past couple of months that I I really think that people in this country need to wake up. I think there's something bad 
going to happen in 2024. I'm not sure what that is, whether it's another another pandemic, whether it's a cyber attack, whether it's, you know, a supply chain issue, the wars escalating Ukraine in Ukraine or or in Israel. I don't know. Uh, but something is going to happen. And now, you know, for a long time, it was just people like myself, Dan Bongino, uh, and, and certainly Tucker Carlson that were out there saying this, screaming from the rooftops and saying, wait, 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 something is not right. Something does not feel right. Especially when you look at all the things that the deep state has done or call them entrenched bureaucrats, whatever's more comfortable for you. Uh, you look at all the things that the deep state has done to stop Trump up until this point. They can only escalate so much before they have to take a <laughs> before they escalate even more significantly. And I don't again, I don't know what that looks like. And if you look, if you assume that every institution in America is going to do everything possible to keep Trump from president, right? You've got that fact pattern here, right? And the other fact pattern is that Trump is surging in just about every single poll that we see. I don't give a damn about one single poll, all right? I don't trust polling in general, but I do trust trends. And those trends show that Trump is winning a plurality of, he's crushing in the primary, but he's winning a plurality of polls as it pertains to the general election. Poll just came out the other day, just a couple of days ago. Maybe it might even have been yesterday that showed Trump winning in every single battleground state and beating Joe Biden by four points. OK, uh, those two things, they don't exist in the same world. If you believe that institutions in this country will pull out all the stops to stop Donald Trump and yet Donald Trump, every time they persecute him politically, he gets more popular. Those two things are going to intersect at some point. And when they do, I'm not sure what that will look like for America. But I'm damn sure it's not going to be good. And, you know, look, I'm talking to you about what a black swan event is. Uh, the definition of a black swan event is a black swan event is a single improbable event with enormously far reaching consequences. In retrospect, people develop explanations for why the event was predictable, known as hindsight bias. But the unpredictable nature of a black swan event is often the reason for its powerful effect. The 9-11 terrorist attacks, the 2008 financial crisis, and the COVID-19 pandemic are commonly cited uh, examples of black swan events. Black swan events, by the way, like they have a, a historically a negative connotation, but they can also be positive as well, like the founding of the Internet. I mean, by and large, the Internet has been seen as a great good and a technolo brought forth a technological industrial revolution in this country. It's made life easier for all of us. So black swan events can also be positive. But I don't think the black swan event that we will have here in this country will be positive. There are just look, I spent far too much time in combat. In Afghanistan, getting shot at every day and ambushed by an enemy, I can smell this. I can feel it. I can feel the hairs standing up on the back of my neck. Something is not right in this country. And it does seem like whatever happens in 2024 is not going to be positive. It's going to be negative. And I'm not. And now, by the way, it's not just me. It's not just Bongino. It's not just Tucker saying this stuff. The vast, like, I think people are starting to wake up. And even Catherine, Catherine Herridge, who I had a lot of respect for her when she was on Fox News. And now she, I think she's on CBS now. 
And she still is a voice of reason on that network. So among all of this fake news all the time, Catherine Herridge has done a pretty damn awesome job with regards to report reporting the Hunter Biden scandal, the corruption inherent in the Biden family crime syndicate. And now even she is is seeing the warning signs that people like Dan Bongino, I and Tucker have, have, have been saying for for quite some time. Uh, check out Catherine Herridge just a couple of days ago talking about her being afraid of what is a black swan event here in America. Well, mine's a little dark. I just feel a lot of concern that 2024 may be the year of a black swan event. This is a national security event with high impact that's very hard to predict. Um, there are a number of cons uh, concerns that I have that factor into that. Not only this uh, sort of enduring heightened threat level that we're facing, uh, the wars in Israel, also Ukraine. And we're so divided in this country in ways that we haven't seen before. And I think that just creates fertile ground for our adversaries like North Korea, China, and Iran. And that's what uh, concerns me most. And there's chaos all around the world. There, there really is. Everywhere you look, it seems like our enemies are on the march. You look at the communist Chinese and their, and their, and their summit with Biden. Obviously, Biden was barely there. I mean, he was physically there, but he's not cognitively present. He, he's not a formidable force as American presidents should be. He's not a presence in the room. He's just not. And I, I guarantee you, our enemies do not fear him. President Xi of China basically told him, look, we're, we're taking Taiwan. I don't know when it's going to be, but we're taking Taiwan. And, and the Chinese taking Taiwan is central to their, economic, to their economic agenda, which is why you know they're being serious. And not only should we take them seriously, the world should as well. President Xi made a promise that by 2035, he was going to double the size of the Chinese economy. Central, A central component to that mission is Xi taking Taiwan. He didn't say, he didn't ask Biden if it was okay. He told him it was going to happen. And the Biden administration, as well as their lackeys in the press, did not speak out against it clearly. They just They didn't. They hemmed and hauled and tested the political winds and tried to both sides the issue. Both sides of any issue does not scare away dictators. It doesn't scare our enemies, which is why it feels like they're on the move. And you look at what's happening in, in Russia and Ukraine. Ukraine just attacked a, a huge Russian ship yesterday on Christmas Day. Of course, that's going to escalate the fight. But Russia has taken critical towns all along the border with Ukraine and they're continuing on their advance into the heart of Ukraine. I don't know that they're going to penetrate all into the into the heart of Kiev, but it certainly looks like Russia is going to emerge victorious. Why? Because Biden has been at the helm. You know, this war would not have started were Donald Trump still in the White House. And the thing that upsets me the most about all of this is that stolen elections have consequences. Yes, Joe Biden is in the White House. Yes, he's the president of the United States, but I don't believe that he actually won in 2020. I just don't. And that doesn't make me a conspiracy theorist. That makes me a realist, especially when you combine everything that we've talked about on this show and the long history that Democrats have, have with committing election fraud going, which we unearthed here on the show, we talked about, I think, first across the board. 
um, that the Democrats have been cheating in elections since 1864 when they tried to commit election fraud against Abraham Lincoln. Democrats have been doing this for a long time. The media would have you believe that it's not true. But the reality is, is that stolen elections have consequences. And the Russians know that. And the Russians are on the move. And it looks like Russia is going to end up winning that war. Now, I don't say that it is out of any affinity for Putin. I despise Putin. If he died tomorrow, who cares? I mean, I wouldn't give a damn. Uh, but the reality is, is that our enemies don't fear Joe Biden. It's why it feels like the world is coming apart at the seams. You know, I saw this message um, on Twitter, and 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 it really just struck me. It's a guy from a guy named uh, Michael Seifert, and he's the CEO of Public Square. And Public Square is 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 sort of the essence of of the parallel economy. It's an alternative where conservatives can go to stores and buy things from places that share our values. He said something on Twitter. And, you know, when we're talking about the world feeling like it's coming apart at the seams, he shared this, you know, picture from the 1950s, could be something right out of a Norman Rockwell painting. And he said, it's wild. It's a wild feeling to be nostalgic for a time that I've never known. And boy, that struck me because I, I. I replied to him and said, I feel the same sentiment often when looking at images like this. And it's wild for exact sa- the exact same reasons, as you said. And, you know, watching movies like A Christmas Story with the family and, and watching that movie and families in their town square, at Christmas parades and families with their kids looking in, in the windows at the latest toys of the day and putting up Christmas trees together and cele- celebrating traditional America and traditional families up was up and down was down. Things seemed to make sense back then. And, and I just thought that really stood out to me. And of course, so I, in response to my tweet, some radical commie mouth breathing leftist responded to me. I mean, seriously, translation. You want to go back to a time where women didn't work and queerness was basically illegal. And that's it right there, folks. The left sees everything through their political prism. This twisted and perverted worldview that doesn't make sense to any of us. And now we have a guy in the White House that's barely there. And clearly you have Obama and his old staffers running things behind the curtain. As we know, Obama lives in Washington, D.C., for goodness sake. So we know we see Obama staffers going to the White House. We see Biden staffers going to have a daily meeting with Obama at his mansion in Washington, D.C. Clearly it's Obama running the show. And these radical leftist progressives continue to dominate the narrative in this country. But here's the thing. There are a very small percentage of this country. Yet they carry a very large megaphone. But the truth of the matter is that there are 74, at least 74 million people in this country who voted for Donald Trump in the 2020 election. And I believe voted him, helped him win that election, even though I, I do believe it was stolen from him. There are 74 million of us that don't believe that. And probably millions more who maybe pulled the lever on, on for Joe Joe Biden that regret it today, that don't believe that. I would even say 
that the majority of Americans don't believe what the left is pushing in today's day and age. They don't buy into the insanity. And we're never going to back down. We're not going to stop fighting for this country. We can't. Things are just too important. You know, I look into the eyes of my children and I wonder what kind of country they'll inherit. And there was a time, folks, where I I suffered a, a real serious injury about a year ago. And we talk, I'm talking about a, a black swan event and things like that and what we would all do. Because I always tell you all to be prepared. And this injury it had me laid up for months. I mean, I, I couldn't walk. I had me laid up for a real long time. It was a real serious accident that I had out doing lawn work. And I thought to myself, my God, like, what if, what if something, what if a black swan event happens now? How, what would I do? I'm basically handicapped. I wouldn't be able to take care of my family. I wouldn't be able to protect them. I wouldn't be able to move if, if need be. I felt completely helpless. And so when we talk about preparing yourself, preparing your family uh, for, for what a black swan event could look like, I think you ha- it has to come from a place where you recognize very clearly that the government in no, no way, shape, or form is, will come and save you. They won't. They will leave you to fend for yourself. So look, I mean, I know this, I'm not preachy because this is a time of year where I, I, you know, I get super out of shape. I gain all this weight. You know, we were talking in a live chat with, with grandpa 5,000, which again is, is a pretty legendary name for rumble. Let's just face it about, about gaining weight over the holidays. And yes, this, I, I basically gain a ton of weight over the holidays and spend the rest of the year trying to lose it. And I end up losing the weight come October just in time for sweater weather. But here's the trick. I always lose five pounds less. So in other words, the point I'm trying to make is I always just get a little fatter every year. But my point is, <laughs> are you physically fit? If, stu- if, if, if stuff really hits the fan and you're forced to take care of your family, could you? Could you physically do it? I, I mean, that's important. And when I was injured, I thought and wondered about that all the time. My God, I'm, I'm, it was the first time in my life. I mean, outside of being injured in Afghanistan, the first time in my life that I was truly laid up. When I got hurt in Afghanistan, I fought through the pain. I just fought through it, and I could. You know, Thankfully, I didn't have an injury to one of my limbs. I could still walk. But when I was laid up on the couch, I couldn't. And so I think you just have to do everything you can to prepare your, yourself, prepare your family, you know, be physically fit, you know, I, because I want you to be able to, uh, to take care of yourself if something really happens. And, and, and that's why we've got sponsors like, like the wellness company on this show that talk about it often, but you just never know what the black, this black swan event will look like. And the wellness company, they've got these uh, medical emergency kits that are filled with everything, ivermectin, antibiotics. Again, we've got five kids here in, in this family. And we wonder, you know, if somebody gets cut and, and you can't get your hands on antibiotics, that cut can get infected. And if it gets infected and it gets worse, you could lose limbs or worse yet, you could even die. And so you know, talk about the you know, being able to prepare for yourself and being able to pr- uh, take care of your wife and your children and your family if need be. Uh, talk about being ready for anything. A medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving uh, medications, ivermectin, z uh, It has a guidebook for, for first aid. Uh, again, 
all sorts of life-saving medications coming. At, we, I've got one on the way. It should be here probably within the next couple of days or so, and I'll be able to show you actually what it looks like. But we're probably going to get a couple of them for our children just in case the worst happens. Um, but we've got a – this is one of the sponsors of the show, so we've got a, this awesome promo code. So if you go to twc.health, twc.health backslash battleground uh, in, in order – uh, you use the promo code Battleground, you'll save 10%. But look, it's this stuff is not that expensive. You know, why not have something like this if the worst happens? I mean, people are finally starting to wake up that 2024 could be really, really bad for people. Um, and you want to make sure that you've got every avenue covered when it comes to taking care of your family. So go to twc.health backslash battleground today. Get yourself a wellness kit. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Make sure you're prepared. Use a promo code battleground uh, to save 10%. Um, so like we got news yesterday that there was an attack on Erbil Air Force Base or Air Base in Iraq. And that attack left three U.S. personnel injured, one service member in critical condition. When we talk about chaos all around the world, this is what I mean. This, obviously, what happened here, this was an Iranian-funded terror cell. We gave, you know, whether it was Obama giving Iran pallets of cash and, and multiple for, foreign currencies, or the Biden administration giving $6 billion to Iran in October, September, October timeframe, leading up to the 7 October massacre in Israel. Uh, this is sanction-free money that Iran uses to export terror all around the world. And now we see that three U.S. service members on Christmas Day was hurt. Now, the Biden administration responded with a drone strike, but the reality is, like, what did it do anything? What's the battle damage assessment? I don't know. The Biden administration is funding both sides of this fight. And it's a scary time, folks. It, 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 it really is. And not only did th U.S. troops get attacked yesterday, the NYPD was under attack in New York City. Uh, this is, again, on Christmas Day. Uh, they've got this video. New York City was thrown into chaos on, on Christmas. As pro I mean, that's crazy, right? You have multiple police officers, you have all these pro-Hamas, terrorist-sympathizing um, liberals, but they're really not liberals. These, these people are domestic terrorists out there on Christmas Eve trying to hijack Christmas and attack the police. If you think, folks, that this movement, this free Palestine movement, and I don't give a, I don't give a damn, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, free Palestine, they're all the same. They're all about moving the communist football down the field. They revile this country. They revile the West. They revile all of those things, those, those traditional American images that Michael Seifert said he longs for. These people, they hate it. The, the lens through which they see the world is vastly different from ours. And if you think that this is about Palestine and freeing Palestine, no. No, this is about the West and this is about America. This is about our country. These people, whether we want to admit it or not, whether our leaders on the, believe me, Biden, Biden, he, he sure as hell doesn't believe this. In fact, probably nobody in his administration does. But these people are at war with us and they are here in this country. So whether or not we acknowledge that 
they're at war with us, which means we are we are in a war. And these these people are attacking New York City police officers on Christmas. And in the crowd, among the crowd, you could hear them saying Christmas is canceled this year. Christmas is canceled here. You could hear them chanting Allah Akbar. This isn't just about Palestine, folks. This is about America. And this is about bringing this country to its knees. The enemy is already here, folks. They just are. You look, I saw this article in the New York Post about teen tourists uh, stabbed um, at Grand Central Station uh, by some terrorist, obviously, who ended up being charged with attempted murder and things like that. And and good, he should be. But this, this person shouted, I want all white people dead on Christmas. So to read from the New York Post, uh, two, na- two teenage girls were randomly stabbed while enjoying a Christmas morning meal with their parents at Grand Central Terminal restaurant with their when with their deranged attacker now facing attempted murder charges. So the girls were 14 years old and 16 years old. They were visiting from South America and they were attacked. I mean. Suspect 36 years old Stephen Hutchinson allegedly attacks the, attacked the tourists after getting into a dispute with restaurant staffers who are trying to kick him out of the eatery. I want all white people dead. Hutcherson allegedly yelled. Law enforcement uh, uh, sources told the Post, I, I want to sit next. I want to sit next to the crackers, he said. So. The world seems like it's coming apart at the seams, folks, and this is not. This is all deliberate by design. And you look at what's happening with the left and how they treat law enforcement. You think about those New York City police officers, the NYPD. These are men and women who wear a badge, carry a gun, get get paid between 50 and 80 grand a year, depending upon where they work, probably more with, with overtime and stuff. But these These people, they go to work every day. They're heroes. They're selfless servants of of our country. They don't know whether they're going to make it home at night. Do you think that on Christmas Day of of all times, they deserve to be attacked by by these terrorists? They don't. But we live in a country where the left has no shame. In fact, their values are celebrated from on high. People like Gretchen Whitmer and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, they're all out there. They Kamala Harris bailed these people out, for God's sake. Some people who went on to commit horrific crimes. But th- that's that's what I'm saying, folks. We're, we're in a war. The enemy is already here. They are. The Biden administration, you look at what they've done with immigration. I mean, see, this is a multiple. This is a, there are many different fronts to this war, whether it's a war on our law enforcement, a war on traditional American values, the invasion. Yes, an invasion. I don't think we should use the word migrants anymore because that's these people aren't necessarily people that are looking for asylum. These are invaders. And if we lived in a sane country, that's how they would be classified. There's not a single country on the face of the earth that permits what we do here in this country, and the Democrats are allowing it right now. It's never been this bad before, ever. And this is all deliberate. It's all design. It's all by design. And so you talk about a multiple front war, the Biden administration at war with traditional American values. They're at war with the police. They're at war with the military. We're going to talk a little bit about that later. They're invading this country from from our southern border. Look look at this video 
uh, that we've got from the southern border. And I, sh- I know I show you videos like this all the time, but you think it can't get worse? It does. Look, folks, that was that was from um, Luke Lukeville, Texas, last week, uh, and this this is oh, actually that was Arizona. Sorry, I got that Lukeville, Arizona. But th- we're on pace to have uh, fifteen thousand migrants sur- coming to our border right now. There's a caravan of fifteen thousand. We're on pace in the month of December to break every record from the months before. So customs uh, border police sources confirm migrant encounters, and they're not migrants, they're invaders, have surpassed 250,000 for the month of December on pace to break the previous record set in September of 269,735. I'm sorry, but that, that that's absolutely crazy. This is a dereliction of duty at the highest levels of our government. Biden and Mayorkas and everybody else involved in this should be impeached for this alone. But the majority, 66,000-plus thousand, have entered through Arizona's Tucson sector, Lukeville, which is the video that you just saw this month, while 60-plus thousand entered through Texas in Del Rio sector in Eagle Pass. Folks, you saw in that video Border Patrol, the green and white trucks, saying, hey, don't run. Hey, come on over here. This is, this is crazy to me. I mean, these people are coming into our country. If we acknowledge that 2024 could have a black swan event, we're letting these invaders into our country. We don't know where their allegiances lie. You didn't see a whole lot of women and children there, right? I mean, yes, of course, they do come across the border. But what they endure is horrific. Women are raped Children are raped. They're trafficked into to sex slavery. They're trafficked to work in horrific conditions here in this country. 
Yet we just allow this to happen. But the vast majority of people you saw in that video were fighting age males. And we don't know what their allegiances are. So we acknowledge that there might be a horrific black swan event here in this country in 2024, while simultaneously you've got millions upon millions of illegal immigrants that have come here under Joe Biden. We don't know where their allegiances lie. To say that this is an invasion is not incorrect. Look, 20 years ago, think about think about 9-11 and think about where this country was. You'd have Democrats and Republic, Republicans in, in Washington, D.C., just absolutely furious, I believe, at this invasion. Think about it. In the wake of 9-11? Yes. I mean, it, it would un, it would I think that it would be viewed as an attack, but not today. And that's because Democrats want it to happen. And it's happening more today than it ever was before. And if you think the Democrats always felt this way, they did not. Listen to Bill Clinton from 1995 about how he felt about the immigration system in this country. 1995, what seemed like a much saner time in America. All Americans, not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country, are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. The jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants. The public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more by hiring a record number of new border guards, by deporting twice as many criminal aliens as ever before, by cracking down on illegal hiring, by barring welfare benefits to illegal aliens. In the budget I will present to you, we will try to do more to speed the deportation of illegal aliens who are arrested for crimes, to better identify illegal aliens in the workplace as recommended by the commission headed by former Congresswoman Barbara Jordan. We are a nation of immigrants, but we are also a nation of laws. It is wrong and ultimately self-defeating for a nation of immigrants to permit the kind of abuse of our immigration laws we have seen in recent years, and we must do more to stop it. I mean, that was Bill Clinton back then. You want to see what Democrats are saying now? Check out the the moron governor of Colorado uh, on Christmas. These are the these are the ass clowns that are leading us now, and you wonder why this problem isn't getting solved. Check this out. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. That's not a joke, folks. As Biden would say, that's hey, it's not a joke. No, yeah, no, that it's not a joke. This is graveyard serious. These are the people. This is a de- this is a so-called moderate Democrat in Col- in Colorado. In addition to to the video being one of the most cringe things that I've ever seen in my life, we wonder why this issue is not getting solved is because somehow these mouth-breathing idiots win elections. I mean, I don't I, I think that kind of isn't that's not great for our side 
I mean, I mean, maybe they're not actually winning. Maybe they're just cheating at the ballot boxes and areas that they control. But the reality is guys like this should not be anywhere near the governor's office, especially at a time where you have these these invaders crossing our southern border by the by the hundreds of thousands a month, millions a year. It's insane. It's insane. So let me tell you, let me tell you quickly about one of our other sponsors. Uh, which is Z Stackers, Lenko Labs. We're talking about the government that they're sure as hell not covered, coming to save us. And if the COVID, COVID pandemic taught us anything, is that you've got to take control of your own family's health. You can't rely on the government, big pharma. Uh, again, just think about that moron governor of Colorado. You think he's coming to save you? Uh, this guy's a governor in charge of that state's National Guard. You think he's gonna? You think he's gonna deploy them efficiently to come and save you and your family if it really hits the fan? Absolutely not. Um, that's why many of you count on Z-Stack. Uh, did you know that there's a specifically, this is really important, a specifically formulated version of Z-Stack made for people who took the vaccine. It's called Z-Detox. Z-Detox contains vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc, NAC, ECGC, uh, and, e- and ECGC. Uh, this is Dr. Zlanko's Z-Detox uh, formula was especially created for individuals with weakened immune systems, especially those weakened by the COVID-19 vaccines and boosters. Um, so Vladimir Slenko, as most of you know, is a world-renowned doctor that, that, that was credited for the experimental treatment that helped President Trump get back on his feet in a couple of days. And I remember thinking at the time, oh my God, this Trump is, he's unstoppable. He looks better today than, than he did pre-COVID somehow. Um, but if you were forced to take the vaccine, you have family members or friends that were forced to take the vaccine or just took the vaccine because they believed that it worked at the time. Um, order Z Detox today and help your immune system fight back. Uh, supercharge your immune system. Go to zstacklife.com backslash battleground. That's zstacklife.com backslash battleground. And you guessed it. The promo code battleground save an additional 15%. Why not, folks? I mean, millions and millions of people took the vaccine, and I think it'll end up being one of the greatest crimes against humanity ever once we get sane people back in power and we start holding some of these people accountable. Um, so it's not just a war on the police. It's not just <laughs> it's not just having leaders that are complete idiots like the moron governor of Colorado and invasion at the southern border. We have these people, these, 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 these people are in positions of power, folks. And, and we wonder why nothing gets done. Uh, it's not just happening. It's happening everywhere. The, the rot is everywhere. It's in every American institution. And so you talk about the, the feeling that things are coming apart at the seams. It, it's just because this, this is not imaginary. They really, truly are. At, at every level of our government, it doesn't seem like we are sending our best. And, and the, the military, which has been removed from politics for as long as I can remember, almost my entire life, was a once revered institution, now is filled with commanding generals who are more committed to being woke and more committed to this Marxist insane agenda then they are the mission of the United States of America. And I'm telling you, folks, you talk about a black swan event happening, like our military commanders not being up to snuff, it's, it's, it will rue the day that we, that we 
wove these people into the chain of command. Mark my words. Uh, but I stumbled across this video cobbling together the show for today. And this is of this, you know, uh, Lieutenant General uh, admitting that that she will sacrifice qualification for queerness is essentially what she's saying. Um, at any rate, as those of you all know, this is not how you operate a serious or lethal military, one that is mission focused at all. I can guarantee you that America's greatest foes are watching this and they are laughing, but also plotting. Uh, check this out. Since January of this year, more than 400 anti-LGBTQ plus laws have been introduced at the state level. That number is rising and demonstrates a trend that could be dangerous for service members, their families, and the readiness of the force as a whole. When I look at potential candidates, say for squadron command, I strive to match the right person to the right job. I consider their job performance and relevant experience first. However, I also look at their personal circumstances and their family is also an important factor. If a good match for a job does not feel safe being themselves and performing at their highest potential at a given location, or if their family could be denied critical health care due to the laws in that state, I am compelled to consider a different candidate and perhaps less qualified. Those barriers are a threat to our readiness, and they have a direct correlation to the resiliency and well-being of our most important operational advantage, our people. So I'm looking in the live chat right now, as absurd as that was, and we'll get into that in a second. I, I just, it's hard for me. It's hard. Like I, I hear generals talk about that. And, and I think so many things go through my mind, but we have a real general problem, general, a problem with generals in this country. They are politicians first, strategic combat leaders second, get almost guaranteed to you that person has never experienced any combat ever. It has no idea what it's life to like to lead a mission with life and death on the line. I could be wrong. Maybe I am. Um, but that kind of logic gets people killed in combat uh, because you end up putting people in a job that shouldn't be in a job. And I'm seeing um, Squirrel in the live chat saying, eat your fruit, Sean. Yes, I know. Uh, and this is why this is why I've got all these wellness sponsors on this show. Because they, they they probably know that I don't eat my fruits and vegetables and I need all the help that I can get. I was talking about this with Melanie. I said, like, oh, my gosh, I definitely got to lose some of this holiday weight. And I said, I got definitely got to get healthy. And Melanie's like, oh, I can help you with that. And I said, I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> my, like, I don't like eating green things. I don't like eating my fruits and vegetables. Okay, that's. That's just that just is what it is. And no amount of peer pressure in the live chat is going to make me do it. Believe me when I tell you, ask my parents when they used to make me sit at the table when I didn't eat my eat my beef stew. I'd sit there for hours and hours and hours because I refused to eat the carrots in there and not even they could break me. I would fall asleep at the table. I was very, very stubborn. Um, but at any rate, this type of mindset woven into our military is dangerous. It, it means that our military is not focused on the threats out there imaginary imaginary problems within their ranks this is not a real problem that we that we face in this country i mean i personally think we should go back to don't ask don't tell 
I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't give a damn about your sexuality. None of that shit matters to me in combat. I do not care. I don't care if you're straight. I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if you dress up as a woman in your spare time. Keep it out of the ranks. Keep it out of the trenches. Stay focused on the mission. Don't even ask about it. Don't tell. I'm telling you, the fact that all of this insanity is out there, this woke insanity is out there in our military, it's a massive, massive distraction. And when this country will rue the day that we did something like this, especially when it really hits the fan. And it, and it, and it worries me. It, it really does worry me because, you know, look, we've talked about, you know, and it, it's the lieutenant general. I'm going through the show rundown now. You have a lieutenant general, clearly a committed communist. I talked to you about, uh, these, 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 these judges who are committed leftists, committed communists, uh, this governor of Colorado singing Feliz Navidad, Colorado on Christmas, right? The invasion at the Southern border. I showed you a video video of Bill Clinton as a Democrat in 1995, actually talking truth. He'd be called a racist and xenophobe today, but all of these people, these leftists, these with these people with a, a perverted lens of the world. They're in charge of major institutions in this country. And that presents a real and present danger to not just us, but also our country. And, you know, also organizations that we fund like the World Health Organization. So like they're out there talking about transforming the world's food supplies. They're out there talking about eating the bugs and living in the pod and eating a more plant-based diet because, you know, agriculture as it is today is a threat to, you guessed it, climate. But this is not about the climate. It's about a leftist worldview. Again, lump the World Health Organization, lump the climate change agenda in with Antifa and Black Lives Matter and these free Palestine whack jobs attacking the cops. Their mission is all, all the same. It's about advancing Marxism and progressivism in this country and destroying what it means to be a traditional America. That's what it is. They all might have a different name attached to them, but their mission is all exactly the same. I saw folks in the live chat saying, hey, look, like we're all like-minded patriots. We're good. We can save this country. And you're right. There are 74 plus million of us out there and we will never give up. But listen to this guy at the world, uh, at the World Health Organization, talking about reinventing our food systems. And oh, by the way, if we reinvent our food systems, do you what? What do you think will happen? You, guarantee you, millions of people die. Check this out. Our food systems are harming the health of people and planet. Food systems contribute to over thirty percent of greenhouse gas emissions and account for almost one-third of the global burden of disease. Transforming food systems is therefore essential by shifting towards healthier, diversified, and more plant-based diets. If food systems delivered healthy diets for all, we could save 8 million lives per year. WHO is committed to supporting countries to develop and implement policies to improve diets and fight climate change. I'm therefore very pleased that over 130 countries have signed the COP28 UAE Declaration on Climate and Health. Together, we can protect and promote the health of both people and planet. I thank you.
See, now this is this is where you know Naked Organs comes in, which is a sponsor of this other show. If what we could do is just make sure that the you know the entire world gets the bison trifecta, which is of course the company's best-selling, best-selling product that which supports uh, you know, heart health, cognitive function, athletic performance, nurtures liver health, which of course we all need at this time of the year for drinking a little bit more, celebrating the holidays, provides immune support, combats inflammation. Maybe we should just see if the if we can get the World Health Organization to take the bison trifecta and just send it to everybody for free. I don't know. Uh, we're, we're grateful for Naked Organs. They're a sponsor of this show. Um, they do lots of great things in the world. Um, but if you go to holisticgoddess.com backslash battleground, you can order that today. Use the promo code battleground to save an additional 10%. That's holisticgoddess.com backslash battleground, promo code battleground to save an additional 10%. We're grateful for them. Um, and by the way, like, this stuff is really good stuff. Um, and again, all of it's about taking control and taking care of yourself, especially in a world that just goes and continues to go off the rails. So again, a holisticgoddess.com backslash battleground, promo code battleground, save 10%. Um, okay. And this, this, this I'm going to, I'm going to end, end the show with this idiot. Again, these idiots, these mouth breathers, these commies, are at critical locations all throughout our government and institutions and their elected officials, but they're also in our church. I'm a Catholic. The see idiots like this guy. I saw this video and I about lost my mind. Now remember, even Catholics are not immune to this. Even Catholics who are radical leftists, their religion is not Catholicism. Their religion is progressivism and it, it even perverts how they how they worship the faith, how they practice their faith. Look at the Pope. You know, I'm a Catholic. The the commie Pope is single-handedly destroying the Catholic church. I mean, he, look, he's out there. I don't even want to, he's out there blessing gay couples, which again, I don't care if you're gay and that's how you live your life. That's great. I support it. Whatever. Like live your life. I'm libertarian in this way. In America, you get to live your life the way that you want. Um, but it doesn't mean you get to be a part of the Catholic Church and have everything blessed by the Catholic Church. They have their own laws, and the laws come from the Bible itself. And and but that's the whole point of the left is to pervert and twist everything. And these priests who are leftists are no different. Listen to this ahistorical asshat, Father Edward Beck, uh, say on CNN uh, about his interpretation of Christmas and what it means. Story of Christmas is about a Palestinian Jew. Now, how often do you find those words put together? A Palestinian Jew born into a time when his country was occupied, right? They can't find a place for her to even give birth, his mother. They're homeless. They eventually have to flee as refugees into Egypt, no less. I mean, you can't make up the parallels to our current world situation right now. It's just so... Brock's going crazy. What I see, Brock, go, you got to tell me what you're going crazy about, Brock. What do you, you have to love these people who say he had the flee? The fact that they read the damn Bible, <laughs> they were doing a census, they were going home to be counted. Period. It's not, they weren't fleeing. Okay. And they weren't homeless. They, they weren't, weren't homeless. homeless. Right. I mean, it, like, he, this is what I'm talking about, Brock. These, these leftists, it doesn't matter if you're a priest. 
I see Brock, I see Brock going ballistic backstage, and he's like still shaking his head. But this is what I'm talking about with these leftists. World Health Organization, the Catholic Church, the Colorado governor, war on the police. Like, and you think like all of this stuff, if if there is a black swan event, these are the people that are in charge at, at critical levels and hold critical positions at institutions all around the world. And this is why we feel like things are coming apart at the seams. It's because they really are not the, the look, there's good in the world. And I see it every day. I see it every single day in in this live chat. You know, I mean, you all are good people. I'm not talking to you about a black swan event because I, I want, I'm not trying to talk about doom and gloom. I'm trying to get you to think in a different way in the hopes that something, that if something does happen, you can protect yourself and your family. But this show is about celebrating the good and pointing out the bad and not being afraid to speak to it. Because silence in, in the face of all, in the face of evil is evil itself. And we cannot be silent. We are the, the, the majority. We can't afford to be silent anymore. We have to defend this country. We have to preserve this country. That's that's all that matters. Make sure that my children and your children and your grandchildren inherit a country that was just as good as the one that I have. But for the first time in my life, I'm not sure that that, that's going to be possible. But until my dying breath, I'm going to fight like hell to make sure that it is. And so I'm grateful to have you all, especially the day after Christmas. You know, it's the, we have, I think we had over 400 some viewers on this show, which is pretty amazing. Growing every day, um, seriously, it's 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 amazing to see this show grow in the way that it has, and it's all organic too. You know, um, and that's exactly how I like it. This show is and will always be for you. So if you've made it through here to the end of the show. Uh, 400 right now are watching live, over 400. Make sure you like and rumble. Like and rumble. It's that little green thumb below this video. Smash that like button. It matters. Tell your family, tell your friends to subscribe to Battleground Live. Uh, we air every single night from 5 to 6 ET right here on Rumble. Um, check us out. This is a show that's for you, the people. It will it will always be for you. Uh, official Sean Parnell for uh, all of the Battleground Apparel Company merch. Um, really, it's just a it's a patriotic company. It's it's a clothing line and merchandise for people who love America. And we got all sorts of cool stuff there. Even have signed books there as well. Outlaw Platoon. I've got four fiction books as well um, that that I I. I I wrote, and that's all there on the website too. If you're interested in that, uh, check that out. That's all at officialshawnparnell.com. Download the Vigilant News Network app up next after me in the 8 p.m. time slot there uh, on Vigilant News Network is Ivory Hecker on the Gateway Pundit Show Beyond the Headlines. Check her out. She's in the 8 o'clock time slot. It's all about giving you options, folks. You know, cutting the cord, getting away from traditional media outlets, even if they're conservative. We're not beholden to advertisers here. We tell you the truth, and that's what matters. And, you know, this show, I mean, is really unfiltered in so many ways. It's hard-hitting conservative talk, which there's not a whole lot of out there anymore. Uh, but we're glad to fill that void. Uh, but as always, uh, thank you for being with us for the full hour, a little over an hour tonight. Um, but we will be back tomorrow night at 5 o'clock, and it's going to be an awesome show. We're planning an awesome show. 
So God bless you all. I hope you continue to have a joyous holiday season. Uh, God bless you all. God bless this amazing country that we call home. Take care. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.